Hello and welcome to PMI's Uncommon Sense podcast, tools to improve your work forever. I'm Susanna Clark, Managing Partner with PMI. Our Uncommon Sense podcast is a 15-minute conversation with our expert consultants. They talk a lot of common sense, although much of it is not common practice. And that's what this podcast is all about. We want you to be inspired to improve your business through learning more about the tools which can help you succeed and grow. Today, I'm joined by Warren Knight, Director Consultant with PMI. Thanks for joining me today, Warren. Great to have you in the studio. Oh, always a pleasure, Suze. Always a pleasure. Today, we're going to talk about getting the best out of your sponsor. I think it's absolutely the nub because in my experience... When I'm talking to people who are running projects, that sponsor relationship has an enormous impact when done well. Would you agree with that? Oh, absolutely. Share share your opinion on that one. Yeah, for me, it's fundamental. We've got to start slow. We've got to get that relationship right. We've got to get our, our mindset in the right place. If we do that, the chances are the project's going to be successful. Absolutely agree. Great. Okay, so... Where would you start? What advice would you give to somebody about what are the key things to think about when they've got to establish that relationship with a sponsor to, for their project? I think as you framed it, as establishing that relationship is exactly right. Even if it's your direct boss, you know, your mm-hmm. line manager, there's still a need to create or generate a working relationship around the project itself. Because mm. how we need each other to be, what we need to do in that project can be different and the roles can be very different from, from our day-to-day work. So I think that's absolutely right. We need to start with the generating relationship. I guess to do that, firstly, we need to consider, so what is the role of a sponsor? What's the key responsibilities, if you like? So first thing is we're asking the sponsor to take a lead in terms of making sure that there is direct thread and clear link between what the the project's trying to accomplish and what the business is trying to accomplish. We, from there, want them to take the lead on resource allocation. So um, we'll be looking for the sponsor to be making contact with their peers and other departments to to get appropriate resources allocated to the project. Thirdly, we want the sponsor to take responsibility for barrier removal. So we will come across things in terms of the way the organisation is designed. Resourcing, again, can often be issues which are above the pay grade, if you like, of the project leader. And and so we really need the sponsor to step in and own the resolution of those barriers to ensure, you know, smooth progress and success of the project. The fourth one on the list for me, and this is one which I think often goes unattended, is for me, the sponsor is a really key change agent and change leader for the project. Okay. I want them to be not just a a figurehead, but I want them in a sense to be leading the change effort and the engagement of stakeholders. Certainly working very closely with their peers to make sure that the more senior stakeholders in the organisation are aligned with the project, but actually also to be actively involved in other stakeholder communications. So I want to see the sponsor 
They're not just somebody who sits in the background. Yes, yes. And of course, the final part is, and we'll come on to this in, in a second, is I want them to be very active in reviewing progress to make sure that we remain on track mm-hmm. with the business need. They're aware of barriers and concerns as they arise and they're taking the appropriate action. They are reviewing progress to make sure that they are in line with their role as a change leader, etc. So reviewing progress of the project is essential part of the role. And it also avoids that problem, doesn't it, down line of no surprises? Well, absolutely. If the sponsor's not keeping pace with project progress, how can they be a good sponsor? How can they deliver their role? So for me, those are the five fundamentals. And so if we understand that, that's what we're expecting from our sponsor, what would you say we need to think about if, let's say, I'm going to go and meet with a sponsor what do I need to be thinking about and how I get to that level of agreement about their role? I think there's two key things that we have to prepare ourselves around as the project leader. And it's about our mindset. So firstly, it's about having clarity about accountability and responsibility. The sponsor is accountable for the project and project success. The project leader is responsible for project tasks and making sure that those tasks are delivered to the best of the team's ability. There is a night and day difference between those two things. But how often do you see that clearly articulated and understood between the sponsor and the project leader? Unfortunately, not enough. Project leader just doesn't have typically the authority in the organisation to drive the project through to success. So in the background, apart from being active and committed, the sponsor needs to be appropriately senioring the organisation mm-hmm. to have the teeth to drive the project yeah. through to successful completion. And the project leader just won't have that. So we've got accountability, which rests with the sponsor. We've got responsibility, which rests with the project leader for actually managing the project. And yeah. then... How do we make sure we both understand that? That's a really good question, Suze. So first of all, it's it's about mindset. You need to go in there and have that first meeting absolutely clear in your mind where the accountability versus the responsibility lies. And if you are clear in that in your mind, then it's going to come through in the conversation. It's going to come through in the way that you ask questions what you're willing to step forward to own and what you're not willing to step forward and own. The second mindset thing that we need to have when we go into having those conversations, so the first one is about making sure the accountability is in the right place. The second one is recognising, although in almost every occasion, the sponsor will be of a higher level of authority in the organisation, will be higher up the hierarchy than the project leader, It's necessary for the project leader, whilst recognising that and holding the cultural norms around seniority, has a mindset of peer-to-peer. So when they're engaging with that sponsor, they're doing it on a a peer-to-peer level. If they go in feeling in a one-down position, they're not going to have the level of conversation and the quality of conversation required to make sure that there is clear alignment in that project and are not necessarily going to be communicating in a way where they're going to be raising the issues in the way that the sponsor needs to hear them. 
So with those two things in place, may not be very first meeting, but the first objective is to have a really, really good discussion with the sponsor around the project, the objectives, the scope, the resourcing requirements. Often project leaders will make the mistake of taking a, a fully formed charter into that meeting. The problem with that is that the sponsor will respond to the charter and that means they will often check rather than study. And if this project belongs to the sponsor, they really need to be exploring it with the project leader, not checking a document to see if the words meet their requirements or not. There's a night and day difference between those two things. During that discussion about the project, we're going to need to talk about resources. So this is the second thing for me in terms of the conversation that you're having. An improvement project is an investment. It's an investment made by the business and it's going to cost the business in the hope of getting a return. Absolutely. If you are struggling for some reason to, I'm talking again to the product project leaders, if you're struggling to get that resource commitment, then the question is, is this a really valuable investment in the sponsor's eyes? The third aspect of the conversation I would recommend is around enablers and barriers. What is it you can leverage to help make sure that the, the project is successful and what's naturally going to get in, in the way? And I'd want to be exploring specifics there. I don't want motherhood in apple pie type statements of, you know, uh, resistance. You know, I want something yeah. a little bit more specific in that. The reason being is it's an opportunity then to ask for specific support from the sponsor. What actions, specific actions, do you need the sponsor to take in order to help the project leader leverage those enablers, or indeed remove those barriers. You know, if you get a good sponsor and they're active and they're committed, they, they will want to help. Yes. You just need to advise them as to how best to help you. It's often not natural for a project leader to be that specific with a senior manager. Mm -hmm. But they will appreciate it. And that request for help maintains involvement in a way, doesn't it? You know, because that's that's keeping that sponsor alive within their role in the project absolutely and in the past when i've been a sponsor it's happy days you know the project leaders give me a list of actions i know exactly <laughs> what they i know exactly what support looks like i can take that away yes and i can action it and all of this is leading up to the contracting bit the wedding vows that we talked about of course if there's anything on the action list that the sponsor is saying well, not sure about whether that's something I could get behind or that's something I could do for you. Okay, well, you know, then there's a question of, so what does that mean in terms of that relationship? Mm. Can the relationship survive that? Is there an alternative action? If so, what is that? But unless, unless we're having this level of conversation, and again, think about it, this can only happen if the mindset is peer-to-peer, -peer, mm. then we're not going to be in a good place in that relationship to move forward. And if we're not in a good place in a relationship, then unfortunately we might end up with an absent sponsor. I mean, there are a huge number of soft skills required here, aren't there? Personal, interpersonal, influencing, contracting. There's a lot going on. It really is pushing any project leader to hone those skills 
so that they can build that relationship successfully. Yes. You know, it's it's easy to say this idea of being respectful to the hierarchy, but at the same time recognising that we're both people, human beings, who are trying to get the best result out of this project. And therefore, we need help from each other. They need our help as, as the project leader to deliver the business success. We need their help to make the project successful. And it is. And I think that's why the wedding vows for me is such a great analogy for, for what we're looking for at, at the end of this initial period of getting ready for the project. Yes, because of course wedding vows are all about commitment, Warren, aren't they? And actually, <laughs> that's the other thing you're looking for, isn't it? You know? Yes, yes. And, and, you know, often sponsors are committed, but there hasn't been a specific enough conversation. So... The project leader assumes commitment, the sponsor is committed, but then of course the sponsor's not doing the things that the project leader needs. This is for the project leader to drive, isn't it? Even though they're responsible for the project, they're not necessarily accountable, actually this relationship sits with the project leader to drive successfully. I believe so. And we caught lots of things. It's, you know, it's managing upwards, it's, it's educating. Those may work for people, but I think it's just been a bit courageous. Mm. Absolutely soft skills, but it's having your thoughts in the right place and having an open, honest conversation. Well, Warren, it's been a great conversation. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I've really enjoyed it. And thank you for listening today. And I hope you have a lot of success working with your sponsors. Thank you so much for joining us. You can find more episodes of our Uncommon Sense Tools to Improve Your Work Forever in our Knowledge Hub on our website or, of course, your favourite podcast platform. And do subscribe so you never miss an episode. Don't forget to check out the show notes for this episode where you'll find links to more content on this topic, which includes webinar recordings, toolbox guides, blogs and infographics and our training page. You can always drop us a line on team at pmi.co.uk and arrange a time to have a call to talk about how these tools can help you in your organization. We'd really love to hear from you.